TheItSpot.com Might be a transsexual. <laughs> a transsexual? Yeah. Transsexual. I've met a few actuals in my life, but not a transsexual. <laughs> You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome one and all to the greatest show on earth. Buttons is going to juggle some plates and I'm going to ride an elephant and... Um, anything not to do with clowns. I don't like circuses. Uh, I don't like circuses. Yeah, no, neither do I, actually. They're, they're, they're just kind of creepy. Is circuses the plural of circus? I think so. It sounds really yeah. wrong. It's not pleasant, pluralized. Uh, well, you know what? I, I, I don't know for sure. I know I've heard bread and circuses and bread not circuses, but whether that's correct or not i don't know there's not much i like about the circus i don't even know if i've actually been to a circus i think i was at one when i was a kid being in a tent with smelly animals and clowns and and screaming kids all just sounds really shitty to me you know i think i not that i have any recollection but i'm pretty sure that i did go to a circus you know when i was five or something me too and i think i hated it but I'd like to be a ringmaster because I like the costume, as long as it wouldn't have to be for a circus. The costume's kind of cool. I would like a ringmaster costume. Can you be a ringmaster for anything other than a circus? Because I, I could, I could do that job. Uh, you could, you, you could introduce. <laughs> I'm qualified uh, for that job. You could introduce a uh, burlesque show. Ooh, do they have ringmasters? Um, not per se, but I'd say that the the outfit is probably somewhat similar. In a traditional kind of I'm Tom Waits, that. David Lynch kind of sense. Okay. Sign me up for that gig. I'm pressing buttons. I'm the word whore. And you're listening to another episode of Air Out My Shorts with pressing buttons and the word whore. Yoo-hoo! Woo! Insert clapping sound here. And laughter. We need a laugh track. Yeah, we certainly do. I think so. And also reasons for a laugh track. (laughs) Reasons to insert a laugh track. Well, we're not funny, so we need... We need a writer. We need a... Yes, we do. Uh, We need a laugh track just to tell people where they should laugh. And maybe stand-ins. Stand-ins? Stunt doubles. You need a butt double. (laughs) I need a stunt double. Of course. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I do my own stunts. Yes. And you Wh- use your own what, ass. Which is exactly what left you without a butt. That's correct. Because you lost your butt in that stunt incident. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about well, it. Well, I know. know. You're, you're still getting over all the, you know, the scandal and the press and all that unwanted all butt I, All I can say is that I was not the only party involved. I had and, nothing uh, to do with it. And, uh, and we'll I wasn't driving. But, you know, Marianne Faithful, if you're out there, want my I, butt I apologize. I <laughs> want my butt back. <laughs> give, me, have... give me back what's mine. Does she have it? 
Um, I had my first class uh, of uh, of motion picture production two. Oh, documentary. What does that consist of? You have to make a a documentary movie, and I'm going to make a documentary movie. And what's it going to be about? It is going to be about the gentrification of Queen Street West. Oh, I made that movie for my first year in advertising class. Really? I might be able to get a copy of it if you'd, oh, good. If I, you'd like I'll, to insert it in your documentary. I can, I'll just submit that and call it over. <laughs> well, it was, it was, um, I, I'm not going to say what year it was. <laughs> Things have changed. That's all, uh, that's all you'll say? Yeah. It, it may have been two decades ago. <laughs> It may, it may but, in fact have been two decades really ago. But I'm really bad with math, so that's unlikely. And I don't even know if I have a copy of it, but I wish I did because it would be funny to watch it now. Hmm. It'd be interesting. Actually, and if you could find a copy of it, I wouldn't mind using some of it as archival I, footage. I think you would find that quite amusing. And do you know who my tour guide was? I think you told me this. Gene. Yes, you did tell me that. Jean Jean the Dancing Machine. Jean Jean the Dancing Machine. That's crazy, yeah. Was my tour guide for my uh I forgot my you did mention that to scouting, me. Scouting it was a it was a fake scouting location footage for a, a year long project I had had to do as part of my advertising course because I was putting a fake business called Sound Gallery in uh, Queen Street West and I had to do my location scouting uh-huh. research. So it wasn't a it wasn't a a documentary then. Well, it pretty much was. I mean, we we talked to the the local establishment owners and the local panhandlers. It was fucking funny. Anyway, the local crackheads. I I'd like to get my hands on a copy of that. My, I'll I'll see if I can talk to my people. Excuse me, sir. Can you spare a quarter? <laughs> wow. It's a crazy lady with a hat that always uh, asks that. Strange woman. Why a quarter? I don't know. What and, the heck but, are you going to do with a quarter these days? You know, I guess it's, you know, instead of just asking for, for change. But the way she asks it, it's like she's like in a 50s movie or something. <laughs> you, excuse me, sir. Could you spare a quarter? And, why why uh, does she have a bad leprechaun accent? Uh, I don't know. It's just the way she talks. She's kind of this big woman that wears like sort of like a flight helmet cap. Maybe she was one of the tarts on the Irish Spring commercial. Oh. Because that's kind of how you're saying it. And I like it too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should ask her, except I'm afraid to talk to her. She apparently goes ballistic for no reason sometimes. And I do hear her like yelling at people. Yet another reason we need some sort of remote off-site recording system. Yes. Speaking of which, our streetcar ride was very disturbing. Those children on the streetcar who had obviously just had their first sex education class. Yeah. Um, how old were they? I don't know, like 14 at the max, I think. Jesus. They look pretty young, but I, I'm thinking they're but they, like grade 8 or grade 9 But they nine were completely stuck in the the only thing they could talk about yeah. or that was funny was venereal diseases, which they don't call that anymore. That was, you know, back in yeah. our day. And um, Sexu- was Sexually transmitted infections, he was saying, too. Yeah, now they've changed it to, from STDs to STIs. Maybe he's just wrong. 
I don't know, but it was. Oh, I'm it not was, getting my information weird, from a kid you know, on the streetcar who looked like I, he I, was six. I, I loathe children, and and a good part of the reason is is sort of kids that age, and and because they're mouthy and obnoxious, yeah. and they have no boundaries. And uh, they thought they were funny. Did or, they? Or well, the one guy I think thought he was funny, talking really loud about lesbian scissoring. <laughs> Which, I mean, even I needed clarification on that little story. What the fuck was he talking about? Well, didn't you see him doing the thing? No, I couldn't oh. see him. I could just hear him. Doing so the I fingers didn't get thing? the visual aids. Yeah, scissoring. Yeah. You porn. Search. Oh. No, I know. I, anyway. I was just they um weirded out. Yeah, they're just, uh, I don't know, trying to be shocking or something like no, that. No, I, I really believe just because of the terminology he was using, they had had some sort of sex ed class that day or something. Yeah. I don't and then the streetcar driver was was insane. Was uh, trying trying to be jovial. Uh, most of them are really surly and uh, unpleasant, but this guy was saying, "Please move to the rear. Free pizza and beer at the back." Which wasn't true. No, he was a liar. <laughs> he was we a looked. fucking liar. We fell for it. I'd rather have the grumpy guy than the fucking lying funny guy. Yeah, fucking Smart raising ass. raising our expectations. The only thing at the back were sweaty people. More sweaty people and dirty skater kids with foul mouths talking about lesbian scissoring. Which they definitely didn't learn in class. Did they? Because that wasn't part of our... No, I, I wish it was part of our uh, our curriculum. but <laughs> ne- Sadly, I, I must have missed the, uh, the lesbian love day. I, I'll I never forget this and I wish I could tell the story better, but... But back in our day, which I'm not going to quantify, um, the first introduction to sex ed in the classroom, which was a big hoo-ha, right? Was it for you? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to... I believe it was... I ha- the, You know, I, I had some kind of sex ed, but I don't seven. remember it. it I, mine was in religion class. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's a whole other ball game. I don't know how it works. It was very technical. Mine was in limited, restricted only to grades seven and eight. And the first thing they did, they didn't even start the class. They gave you this handbook. And I don't remember what it was called, but I wish I did because the title of it was really funny. And the introductory... Keep your legs closed. Well, no. I. The funny thing was you were supposed to first, because it was controversial that they were even doing it, you were supposed to first take the handbook home and talk to your parents. Mm. And the first paragraph of the first page of the book said something about, if you are not ready to have this conversation, tuck it away for a while. <laughs> and they meant the book. And my dad was reading it. At the dinner table, after dinner, because I was supposed to take it home and have this conversation as part of my homework. What did he do? Put his dick between his legs and do the Buffalo Bill thing? No, but he's he's reading it and he said to tuck it away for a while and obviously that's what he was thinking and he couldn't stop laughing. Oh, I'm going to tuck it away. (laughs) Tuck it away for a little while if you're not ready for this conversation. (laughs) 
That's why, and you, yeah, I mean, you grew up in the sticks too, where I'm sure that yes, that was probably really frowned upon as far as teaching sex ed. Well, I don't know. Anyway, I, I think the whole taking the little book home and talking to your parents thing was some something they either, I don't know, for some reason they had to do it. So it was before it was a mandatory. Is it even mandatory? Maybe schools don't have to teach sex ed. I, I, you know, I don't know. It's not like French, which I use all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just the one line from the the song. The elective sex and the mandatory French that I can't get my head around. (laughs) I, you know, I, I'm thinking now, I I don't know. Which one do you use every day? I, I don't know if I'm just like making up a memory or or what. But it's possible because sometimes you take your memories from old movies and you think true. that was your childhood. That's true. I've heard it's you like tell that, stories that, from Leave It to Beaver that like are that, totally not that yours. That TV show with Brian Ben Ben, whatever it was called, where he's. Uh, all, Why do I know that name? All his thoughts are come from the TV shows. Who's Brian Ben Ben? Uh, he's a guy that I only know from this one TV show. Is he so nice you named it. him twice? Yeah, oh, he he's married to some like famous actress chick. Does she have two names? Can't remember who it is. Um, but uh, yeah, the th- the thing is, is our sex ed was in religion class, and uh, here I am talking <laughs> about you growing up in the in the sticks with the. You the were taught puritanical sex ed by nuns. Ways. What did they know from sex? Well, it actually wasn't a nun. It was a a doctor of theology, I believe. As I say, though, man, I, fuck, I can't remember. Oh, you think that's it's, what you're making up? Yeah. That you were... Like, be- but I swear that I must have had some kind of sex ed class. Well... I don't know. My high school years are mostly a blur. <laughs> I, I, I hated it. I've, I've, I've suppressed a lot of those memories. We didn't have any sex ed that I know of in high school, but I didn't take phys ed, and I guess it would be part of phys ed. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was part of his ed. Okay. The thing is, is that when, when I, I, I went to a Catholic private school and, uh, for grade nine and 10, our phys ed and religion were sort of the same course. You would do half, they were half credit How courses. Work? You would do. How is uh, religion physical education? It's not. They, but what they would do is they were both half credits. So you would do half of half of the year doing religion and then half of the year doing phys ed baffling and yeah it was kind of weird see they should have done that with french and you're uh, running for jesus (laughs) run jesus or in my case running away from jesus (laughs) but uh yeah that was a that was an enlightening time let me tell you you mean phys ed right yes not the religion part yeah, you know what? I hated phys ed. I'm not the most active person on the planet. No, you're not. Although, I mean, I did do the kickboxing briefly. And still will. You're more active than I am. But, oh, well, fuck. Yeah. I don't know anyone who is less active than you. I walk. <laughs> I walk more than most people. That's true. Only because you have to. <laughs> because I have to. If you if you've got ten dollars in your wallet, it's I'm, Beck's cab. I'm not allowed to operate heavy machinery. Oh, 
And cars are apparently weapons. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up, I, I hated, I hated phys ed and I ended up actually, uh, when grade 11 came around, I had one space to fill. And instead of taking law, which I thought would be boring. I loved law. And, and I really wish I'd taken it because I did a little bit in history later and I loved it. I took phys ed because it was co-ed. Uh, the grade nine and ten was was boys. It was all about girls was, in shorts. Yeah, it was segregated. So I took grade eleven phys ed simply because I'd see chicks in shorts, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> I I could have just gone out on my spare and looked at the chicks in shorts. Exactly, without doing the work. That was a big mistake. Although you know, it all it always uh, turns out that the 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 smokers were always the ones who could do the laps much better than, than the, like the healthy yeah, people. Yeah, how did that work? That, I, everyone always says that in high school. It's it's universal that it's all the... Well, here's my theory. I'll tell you my theory on that. Smoking before, you know, when you first start smoking, it's probably like exercise for the lungs. Maybe because I think it actually opens up the sure, the because, airways. Because you're actually doing deep breathing exercises, which are probably very good for the lungs. Yeah. And the non-smokers aren't doing that. And you're and you're resilient. So, so if you only smoked for your formative years, you'd be a track star. And didn't become addicted, you'd probably have nice, healthy, well-exercised lungs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Olympic candidates. Yeah. The problem is at some point it turns and the actual, the bad stuff in the cigarettes, which as far as I'm concerned is still some sort of conspiracy theory, might kind of stick to your lungs a little bit, turn them Mm. black. Well, I think uh, all those guys that actually did well in the grade 11 uh, class that were smokers are now in jail in my school. Yeah, which is good because they had practice smoking and... And running, which are the two <laughs> things you do most in jail. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Trading smokes and running. Running for cover. Running for cover. Okay, let's read a story. Mm. I think it's a big event. Okay. Might be a big event, story-wise. It, it is a big event. I just blew some dust off of something we didn't know we had. Yes, because our uh, our filing system is so efficient. Because <laughs> our uh, secretary sucks and we had to fire her. <laughs> yes. She filed this in the wrong place. We didn't know it was a story and we certainly didn't know it was yeah. by Sir Michael Beckwith. The one and only. One and only. <laughs> this, uh, and this didn't come with uh, an email... Did it? It's it came saying, with a message that said, here you go. <laughs> okay, which we promptly... About a year ago. ...abandoned. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so we, we were bugging Michael Beckwith on the forums to send us a story, and apparently he... Uh, you also went, invited all of the forum members to make fun of him for no apparent yes. reason, so I'm sure he's thrilled and delighted with you yes, at the moment. Well, he went back in time and delivered us this. Because <laughs> he can do that, because his... His steed drives backwards That's and goes right. really fast with the flux capacitor, and hence this story submission. Yes, and this uh, this uh, little uh, ditty. Mm. You're blowing mm-hmm. through that drink. 
I am. Damn fast. Uh, this is a story called Lust. By Sir Michael Beckwith. Clothing was spread all over the room, and homework was left half-finished at the computer desk. <laughs> you get the, you know, sentences don't end at the end of the page. Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay, you're right. I thought that was a one-word computer sentence. Computer desk. An Apple laptop was quietly playing Britpop favorites, Oasis, from their debut album, Definitely Maybe. It's just rock and roll, it's just rock and roll, was heard as rock and roll star came to a close. Grunge favorites Alice in Chains and Nirvana adorned the walls in grandeur poster fashion. I liked Alice in Chains. You know, I don't know them. Like, I know that I know some songs, but I really... Weren't they the ones with the one no the one that had all the I, 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 Something about yes, a I man in so. a box. I used to dance my hat off A man off in a boat? That. Man in a box. Oh. Not the clitoris song. That's totally different. <laughs> Scissoring. Oh, I like that song. <laughs> Over in the corner of the room was a single bed covered by a blanket with a penguin pattern all over the spread. Ooh, little Phil Elliott inspiration here. <laughs> Penguin spread. Mm. Mm. This was the bedroom of Jeff, a boy no older than 16, ready and eager to get his driver's license in a week thanks to being recently grounded and forced to wait for the test. That's what happened to me, and I never took it. Jeff sat on his bed, a solemn look on his face. Look, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize taking her, taking her would piss you off. I promise not to talking talk to, to her. <laughs> taking her. I like taking her better. <laughs> Look, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize talking to her would piss you off. I promise not to talk to her again. Jeff exclaimed. I never knew that you and Anna Roberts used to be friends in third grade and that she stabbed you in the back for Derek Henderson. It was an honest mistake. Jeff heard only silence. This made him even sadder because he now knew that he was in deep shit. I know how I can make this up to you. This Saturday, I'll take you to the old diamond and we'll watch your favorite team, the Jones County Coyotes, kick the ever-loving crap out of whomever they are playing this week. How about that? Asked Jeff. With still no reply, Jeff really needed to think of something better to make up for what he did. This is a proper story. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm kind of a... No offense to offers of disconcerting, actually. I'm a little <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm kind of, I know. I feel pressure to actually voice act and stuff. <laughs> what about a nice night out on the town? I'll take you to whatever movie you'd like to see. Dinner at a fancy place? Flowers? The whole works. I promise. Begged Jeff. Nothing. Not even a glance. By now, Jeff was starting to get desperate for a solution. He started searching his mind frantically for words that could offer him salvation from his relationship faux pas. Aren't you proud that I read faux pas? I'm proud that you finished the sentence. <laughs> Tucked in the corner of his brain, he stumbled upon the idea that he felt would certainly get him back into her good graces. I have it. I think this is going to be the clincher, honey. To repent my sins and all the damage I have done, I will let you kick me in the nuts. 
kick me as hard as you like. Just punt them. I deserve it. Hell, if you feel like it, you can sock me in the gut for good measure. Exclaimed Jeff. Finally, this got a rise out of her, but not enough for Jeff to feel at peace with his demons. Nonetheless, he knew he had found a path to relationship recovery. Jeff continued to bring up methods to make up for his wrongdoings. Jeff, honey, are you talking to your hand again? Politely chimed Jeff's mom from outside his bedroom door. Shut up, mom! Shouted Jeff. It's psychological therapy, you stupid bitch. I'll show you psychological therapy, you fucking brat! Jeff's mom screeched as she continued on into the laundry room, leaving Jeff to keep jabbering to his imaginary girlfriend. Yay! Michael Beckwith. Standing ovation. Woohoo! Even from Simon Cowell. That was bloody brilliant. <laughs> and just so you know, this document is licensed under the Attribution Non Commercial No Dervis 3.0 United States license available at <laughs> http creativecommons.org licenses. Blah blah blah. Does he think we're selling his stories? <laughs> he knows we're not, right? Is that why he hasn't submitted in so long? I don't know, maybe. We're not selling stuff. We're not for profit. <laughs> we're less than not for profit. We don't even qualify as a not-for-profit. Yeah, we don't make enough money to qualify. We're called the the uh, the operating uh, at a loss business. We're a tax shelter for debit, right? Right. No. no. What's right. the opposite of profit? Loss. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't choose the word myself. <laughs> Oh, well. That was lovely. Mm. It was a real proper story. It was a proper story, and it was a wonderful story. And well written. That story gets four thumbs up. <laughs> I don't, I'm so glad the listeners can't see you do that. Because <laughs> it's kind of disgusting. Because the things you're calling thumbs are really freaking me out. Well, you know, it's an accurate description. That's all I can say. We'll be right back at. at we'll be right back at you after back this. At. We'll be back. back at. We'll be back. At. <laughs> it was a really good story. Yes, it was. Eight, one, three, six, two, eight. Ready, ready. Six, one. Well, thank you for tuning in again, our humble servants. Um, send us your stories. Please send us stories. Uh, I know we, we have been remiss in reading some. But uh, but we as, are slowly finding them. Yeah, our filing system is uh, is well non-existent. The ones that so. went into the round filing cabinet, I'm not yeah. sure we can salvage. But so, most of them, we. You know, if you do have a story that that you think su- you submitted, submitted uh, and that we didn't read, then uh, <laughs> submit it again. Think we didn't read it. 
uh, with the subject line, you didn't read my story, bitches, uh, to shortsattheitspot.com. And uh, we probably won't get around to it. No, we will. We, we promise will. we will. We will eventually. We don't pick and choose. So if you think we've um, censored your story, chances are we didn't. Yeah, we're just idiots. We're just disorganized. Yes. Slightly. We're not idiots. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you do have a brand new story that you want to present to the world, or at least to... 17 people who might uh, listen to it on this show, please do so. Shortsattheitspot.com. That's shortsattheitspot.com. Also, it's more than high time for people to start voting again on Podcast Alley. Yeah, for what little it does, it, uh, it, well, it validates us. It, it makes us feel better. And we've decided that since we've stopped asking for your votes on Podcast Alley, the two to three votes a month aren't making us feel very good at all. Yes. Because it's probably me and Buttons and one of our mothers. Yeah. Perhaps (laughs) someone from the Pod Riot Network, if they feel so inclined. Maybe it's Reverend Wright Chumley. Or perhaps Polly B, although I think he's given up on us. He has given up on us. (sighs) Oh, Polly B. You've changed. And your clothes are shite. Hey, you want him to be nice his, to his, us? His words, not mine. Uh, and yeah, sign up for the forums, too, and uh, and chat with us. What else have they not been doing? They haven't been reviewing us on iTunes whatsoever. Oh, um, that's sort of important. If you could put in a, a review on iTunes, a positive review, please. And uh, as much well, as it I- may irk you... But, no, uh, I'd like them to write what they feel. Well, yes, you, you can write that it's shit, but at least rate us at five. Okay. Because that will bump us up into the... Um, Happy place we used to be. Yes, and and, then, and <laughs> the more people no listen and, uh, and everything will be hunky-dory. Yeah. And thus it was written. Okay. And also, finally, lastly, call our audio comment line at 305. 305- 76 shows that's 305 76 s h o w s as in shows me your hand hand and gluben you've been listening to air out my shorts with preston buttons and the word whore Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out shorts! My shorts! Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.